So Arabic has sets of sounds which, in their specific order, relate to a general meaning. We saw ha, ba, ba being about loving or liking, as in habibi, my dear or my darling or my friend, even. We saw shurba related to drinking, as in sherbet and syrup, these English words of Arabic origin. We saw sofara related to travel in safari in English, which is also, of course, of Arabic origin. We have sifara in Arabic, meaning embassy. Again, with those sounds for travelling, sofara, sifara. So there are sets of root sounds which relate to different general meanings. And then certain patterns we can fit those root sounds into to give us a more specific meaning. And this is what we will be most interested in during our exploration of Arabic. A good working knowledge of roots and patterns in Arabic allows you to guess the meanings of words you don't know and to experiment with forming words that you otherwise wouldn't have. So right from the outset, we want to establish the habit of identifying root sounds in the vocabulary that we see. You want to do this whenever you come across a new word. Try to identify what are the roots. Now, in the simplest words, to identify the root sounds, we just have to get rid of any vowels. The word for coming, the word for coming in Arabic is gay in Egyptian Arabic. Gay. Gay. Good. How am I saying it? Gay. Do you notice something there that might sound odd to an English speaking ear? The Y seems longer than usual. Good. Good. There's two Ys there. Good. And you must pronounce them both if you have two Ys in Arabic. You will hear them clearly and you must reproduce them clearly. Gay. Good. Gay. So what are the roots here? Gay. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And there's two yeah, just like we had two Bs in Habibi. This is possible. Now, the order of the roots is never going to change. If the order changes, then it's a different root. It's a different meaning. So we keep this order, just as we had ha, ba, ba for love and liking from Habibi. Here we have g, y, y from gay, coming gay. The word for I in Arabic is ana, ana. Ana. Now, in Arabic, generally speaking, there's no word for am, there's no word for are, there's no word for is. So if you want to say I'm coming, you only have to say I and then coming. So how would that sound? Anna gay. Good, very good. Anna gay. If it's obvious you mean you, no, maybe somebody calls you and says, Where are you? And you want to say I'm coming. You you don't have to use the word for I. So it would just be gay. Gay. There's no problem there to put Anna Anna gay. But you don't need to all the time. If by the context is obvious who you're talking about, you can just use these words by themselves. We won't use any unhelpful grammatical terminology in this course. But still, some words it's good to define what are they. Because you'll notice in language that certain groups of words or types of words behave in a certain way. So it's good to clear up what is a verb. A verb is a two word in English, a word we can put two in front of. To go, to come, to be. Now, we're told in English that verbs are doing words, which is not a necessarily useful description, because to be, you're not really doing anything. When you say he is, is a, is, is a verb, because is comes from to be. You don't say he be, you say he is. 
So we want to think about it like that. Verbs are words that we put to in front of and the words that come from them. So to go, he goes, she goes, it's all verb. And in Arabic, we can say quite a lot without looking at the verb structure. And in fact, we're not going to look at the verb structure in this introduction to Arabic. We're going to take advantage of the fact that because of some peculiarities of Arabic, which I will discuss now, we can say so much without looking at the verb structure. And that allows us to actually focus on roots and patterns interacting in Arabic without worrying yet about the verb structure. So there are two main reasons why we can say so much in Arabic without looking at the verb structure. One of these reasons is that we have no word for is or am or are. So to be in the present in Arabic is mostly invisible. So that allows us to make sentences with am, is and are without using those words. So for example, we said I am coming, which was... Anagay. Anagay, good. And the other reason we can say so much without specifically addressing the verb structure is because words like gay aren't actually verbs. In Arabic, words like gay are adjectives. Describing words, words like yellow, big, sad, they come from verbs, of course, and they are fulfilling the meaning of verbs. Here we would use a verb in English, I come, I'm coming. No, but in Arabic, this is actually like a describing word, an adjective that comes from the verb and it behaves as such. So, for example, if you were a female and you say, I'm coming, you don't say anagay, you say anagaya and you put an A for feminine. Anagaya. Good, so anagaya. So, whilst we're using this to say I'm coming, it's kind of more like something like I'm the coming one, let's say. Just as you might say the yellow car, the big car, the coming car. Yellow and big, they are adjectives. And then the coming car, again, it's like a describing word. So this is what we have here in Arabic, actually. All we need to understand from this is that these words, words like gay and we'll see others, don't behave like verbs, they behave like adjectives, which is consequently uh, much more simple. So again, how would you say I'm coming? Ana gay. Good. And if you are female? Ana gaya. Good. Very good. Ana gay. Ana gaya. Now that we know how adjectives behave for masculine and feminine, we can do something uh, very useful in Arabic. We can turn our friends' names into vocabulary. In Arabic, names mean something. They carry some meaning. When you give your child a name, some of the time, maybe you are naming them after somebody, and maybe some of the time, actually, you are choosing the meaning behind that name when you give that name. So, to give you an example, you might have heard the name Karim. Did you ever hear Karim? Yep. Karim means generous. So, whilst this is a name, the name actually also is an adjective. And that adjective, you can use it. You can say, I'm generous. So, how would you say that? Ana Karim. Ana Karim. Now, if you say Ana Karim, depending on the context, somebody might understand, okay, I'm Karim, my name's Karim, or I'm generous. Of course, from the context, you will understand that. And even in Arabic, people sometimes kind of make jokes with this... Uh... Double meaning. Yes, exactly. So, Ana Karim, I'm generous. What if you were female? Ana Karima. Ana Karima. And you did something very natural there. There's a long vowel on Karim. Anakarim. And you made it shorter when you put the A. Anakarima. And that's correct and very natural. Have you ever heard the name Amin? 
Yes. Yeah. You have any? You have it in Turkish as well. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. needs to be sure. In Arabic, it's honest. You can see the the connection now between sure and honest. When words move between languages, the meanings can change. This one is quite a slight change, and even in English, we sometimes use the word sure to ask if someone is telling the truth. We can say, "Are you sure?" Meaning, "Are you telling me the truth?" Are you sure? So that's very interesting. The way that word changed, the way the meaning of that word changed between Arabic and Turkish, it already does in English. So, "amin" means honest in Arabic, and you can use it like honest. So you can say, "I'm honest." Ana amin. Ana amin. And if you are female, ana amina. Good. Ana amina. And of course, the names as well have a masculine and a feminine. So you may hear Karim or Karima as a name, Amin or Amina as a name. And you can ask people what their names mean. And also, you can ask or or check by listening if it's used, because not all of the names are used currently as adjectives. Even if they're not used as adjectives, just asking people. What the names mean, and having a look what the roots are, will increase the bank of roots you have to work with. How again was the word for coming? Gay. 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 Good, and you're pronouncing the two Y's very well. And I'm coming. Anna. Gay. Good.